The Present by Stefan Molyneux Chapter 21 The rattling was faint and came from the window. Ethel rolled slowly out of bed, felt with her toes for her slippers, and walked up to the glass. She saw a dark figure on the cramped front lawn, a moon-pale face turned upwards. Rachel! she cried out, startling her husband awake. Ethel wrestled with the window lock to no avail. Come round the front, she cried, gesturing, then pulled on her dressing gown and went downstairs as fast as she could. Bert was behind her. Opening the front door, they saw Rachel standing there, staring at them. Her father said, Rachel, my gosh, get in here. She stood motionless for a moment. Then he grabbed her elbow and half pulled her into the house. Rachel shook her head slightly. Sorry, I'm totally beat. Is everything okay here? How did you get here? demanded her mother. Bert raised his hand. Everything's fine. Rachel leaned forward slightly. I couldn't get through on the phone. They're all dead, said Ethel. How did you get through the lockdown? asked Bert. Oh, let me come in and sit. Sorry, sorry, said Ethel, leading her to the brown couch in the living room. What do you want? What do you need? Just some water. I usually keep some in the car, but I was at Aunt Crystal's car. Crystal? exclaimed her mother. Where is she? Is she all right? Fine, fine. I was at her condo. I couldn't get through. I wanted to come and check on you guys. Really wish you hadn't, said her father. I don't think it's very safe out there from what I've seen. I had to do something, snapped Rachel, rubbing her grey shaded eyes. We know, we know, murmured her mother, shooting her husband a look. I'll go get that water. Ice? Rachel shook her head in annoyance. But a blanket, please. I don't think I'll ever feel warm again. Her father sat beside her. What happened? Oh, my God, exhaled Rachel mightily. It's completely insane. She glanced towards the kitchen and lowered her voice. So I got in the car. It had a full tank, all good. I get out in the street, and there are these swarms of people. I was attacked. The window was smashed, and I had to hit the gas. I totally panicked. I was driving up on the sidewalk. There were all these gunshots. My shoulders were up around my ears. I kept expecting every bullet. And there were no cops. The traffic lights went dark just north of Midtown because the power was out. A lot of people had boarded up their windows. I wasn't the only person trying to get out of town. Everyone was terrified to stop or even slow down, so we were just driving like mad. Why didn't you go back? asked Bert in wonder. God, it seemed worse to... Rachel shuddered. I, I couldn't. But Crystal? Rachel waved her hand. Oh, she's fine up in her perch. Her mother came back with a glass of water and a knitted woolen blanket. Rachel touched it in wonder. My blankie. Ethel smiled. I just grabbed the first one. Yes, your baby blanket. A tear rolled down Rachel's cheek. She pulled up the worn blanket around her shoulders, wriggling forward on the couch. Thanks, Mom. But laughed suddenly, clapping her knee. <laughs> You're like a salmon swimming back upstream. Your mother and I are fine. That was what a heck of a dangerous journey, young lady.
Rachel nodded, blankly shivering in the blanket's ancient embrace. There was silence for a moment. You need some sleep, said Ethel decisively. You're not wrong about that, said Rachel. I don't know, though. I'm pretty wired. Where's your stuff? asked her father suddenly. You know, purse, phone, that I had to... I had to leave it in the car. Oh, my gosh, whispered her mother, her hand on her mouth. Where's the car, Rachel? I had to... Rachel laughed in a sudden, broken manner. <laughs> I left it. I was chased out. I had to... Another moment of silence. Rachel shrugged. So I ended up getting stuck, and that was when the window was sm smashed. I had nothing. I thought it was, you know. But some men chased whoever away and, and, and said that they were the, the good guys, and it was total suicide for me to stay in my car. And you can tell, you know, sometimes from, from, from the faces. And they were right. Someone else s smashed a window, and I just jumped out. And I don't think I ever hated being pretty before, but, but it felt like total danger. I, I smeared what was left of my lipstick, mussed my hair. But they were good guys. They, did, they didn't care. Rachel laughed. <laughs> there was a whole tribe of us gathered together. Strength in numbers. People who just had to get out. We moved together like this... this oh, what was the word from Rome? The, 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 the box of soldiers? Phalanx, said her father. Yeah, phalanx. And some people had weapons. You wouldn't believe it. She laughed again, giddily. <laughs> One guy had a toilet brush. And we moved pr pretty quickly, and the men rotated around the edges and scared off the th thugs. Although there was some, there was some rough stuff on, out there for sure. Gunshots all, all around. She wiped a sudden tear. I never... I never felt that helpless before, except maybe the last time I was in this blanket. <laughs> Everything that used to give me power was now dangerous. Oh, at least I had sneakers on. <laughs> I offered to go to the edges to help protect the group, but, but the men just laughed. These guys, I wouldn't have given them a second glance. Half of them looked like accountants, but they were totally amped up. She shook her head in wonder. Full of joy. I don't get it. Purpose. They kept making these whooping sounds, daring the criminals or whatever. It was a moving, pitched battle. They shielded us, the women, and we shielded the kids. You make really quick friends in an emergency. I was just striding through the fire with a baby on one hip and a toddler on the other, <laughs> like a warrior queen. Rachel laughed. I, I think I hate civilization now. And, and people kind of thinned out as they got to their destinations or, or wherever, and, and, and some got taken down by the, the outsiders. But not many. Those guys were great. They had some kind of instinct. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I gave the kids back to their mom, but they clung, clung to me. Rachel's eyes filled once more. What have I been doing with my life? Her mother put her palm on the back of Rachel's hand. You don't have to say anything, honey. Bert nodded. Maybe get some sleep. We're all locked down. Lots of time to talk. I'm kind of relieved, said Rachel abruptly, waving her free hand. I'm not proud, but my article... 
That seems like a, a million years ago. It was going to get me into a lot of trouble, but, but that's all. That's all. Nothing now. Her eyes widened slightly. Talk about dodging a bullet. Bert and Ethel exchanged a glance. What about Arlo? asked Ethel. Rachel's eyes widened again. Oh, my God. It's all just one night. She took a deep breath. Oh, we had a bad fight about my article. (laughs) She laughed sadly. I went to Cassie's, then to Aunt Crystal's. Quite the gypsy, said her father with forced heartiness. Yeah, I I kind of just didn't have time. I wanted to come here, she said, her voice wobbling. Her mother stood up decisively. Okay, that's enough story time. Time to get some sleep. Wrapped in her old blanket, Rachel allowed herself to be led up to her childhood bedroom, and her mother had to hum her to sleep after a while.